Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Hey, welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. This is your host, Jonathan Milligan, and I got a question for you today. Is your email inbox increasing in size like mine? Well, while email is still one of the most intimate forms of communication an online business owner can have, the way you should go about it is changing. That's right, and I'm going to share with you today seven ways to add a personal touch to your email list. It's super important that you put more of your personality more of a personal touch in every communication you have because you're competing with a lot of other emails that are coming in. So how can you stand out? How can you be different? Well, just like after a while, people can become ad blind to advertisements on a website. Your audience can become email blind. Impersonal emails, no reply email addresses, and cold email templates are being ignored. In order to build an amazing relationship with your list, you're going to need to stand out differently than what everyone else is doing. The best way I know how is to write your emails like you would write to a friend. So let me walk you through these seven tips. You don't have to use all seven, but if you employ a couple of these and sprinkle them into every email you send, you'll get better engagement, better open rates, better click-through rates, and people will be less likely to unsubscribe. So let's talk about this. Number one, use your real name, not your brand name. Now, this is important because when you see an email come in, to make it personal, let's lead with our name because it's going to show your name uh, beside the subject line in most cases uh, when people are viewing their email. So while we want brand recognition, a brand is not a real person. The social landscape of the internet is becoming more and more personal, in my opinion. Think about it. You can follow your favorite celebrities on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, even Periscope. Check out what they're doing for the day. Uh, Blab. I mean, the average person can join in on a video chat with their favorite celebrity. They can find out what they're up to, what they're eating for lunch, what they're working on for that day. So the bottom line is use your personal name when sending out emails. People want to connect with you, the person. Number two, stop relying on fancy newsletter templates. Now, while it's fun to create a professional email template, I believe you'll connect better with just a plain old text email. Now you can test this out and maybe you can find a 
a good balance between a professional-looking email template and a you know personal text uh, email. But I've tested this theory out, and here's what I found to be true. I will almost always archive or delete an email that's in some kind of a fancy email template. It feels very cold, very uh, advertisement-driven, and I have found this to be true. Most people are more likely to reply to an email that looks like a regular old email. Most people don't think that they can reply to an email that is a professional-looking, business-oriented template because they don't think there's anybody on the other end. Think about that. So I'm not saying that there's never an appropriate time to send an email template. However, what you might think is cool might be hurting you. It might not come across how you want it to. You see, with over 85% of people reading emails with a mobile device... Your cool template might be working against you. So, my opinion, stop relying on fancy newsletter templates. Plain old text email will actually look more personal. Number three, address your subscribers by their first name. Now, as much as possible, ask for your subscriber's first name when they are opting into your email list. This is going to allow you to address future emails in a very personal way. And people love to hear and see their own name. Use it in your emails. You can even use it in the subject line when appropriate. And by doing this, you're going to better connect with your subscribers. Now, if you don't have their first name or you haven't been collecting it and you want to change that, for all the old people that is on your list, just make the default the word friend. Number four, use a real email address. Now, I know this might scare many bloggers or digital entrepreneurs out there, but I think your greatest opportunity to connect personally with your email list is to use your real email address. Now, look, I know the last thing you want is more email in your email inbox, but let me challenge you for a moment. There is nothing more important in your business than your relationship with your customers. In fact, close behind that, There's nothing more important in your business than feedback from your customers, understanding what their goals, their passions, their struggles are, and staying in tune with those is one of the most important things you can do. You cease to exist as a business without them. So my encouragement is going to be to use like first name at yourbrand.com instead of using no reply at yourbrand.com or support at yourbrand.com or admin at yourbrand.com. Subscribers replying and you replying back not only fosters a personal connection with your list, but it increases your email deliverability percentage and decreases the likelihood of your emails ending up in the spam folder. So use that real email address. Number five, ask them often to reply to your emails. More times than not, I'll ask a question at the end of my emails to my list. Now, I do this for a few reasons. One, I want them to know that this is a personal relationship, and I intend to have a conversation with them. 
Here's the fundamental belief that I have, and this will help you more than anything if you grasp this principle. Email is a communication tool, not a broadcasting tool. Now, let me say that again. Email is a communication tool, not a broadcasting tool. Number two, it helps with email deliverability. Like I said before, again, if email replies are happening back and forth, you're less likely to be flagged as a spammer. And number three, by asking questions at the end of your emails, you find out if people are actually reading your emails all the way through. So one of the easiest ways to do this is just to simply ask a question. In fact, in the very first email I send, a welcome email, I ask a question and I encourage the new subscriber to reply back. And the question I ask is this, what's one thing more than anything else you truly want to know about blogging and online business? Now, you could put in your own uh, niche, your own topic into that and ask the very same question. And I'm regularly getting email responses. And you know what? Here's what it does for me. It's a way for me to better serve my audience. It's a way for me to stay in tune, like I said before, with those goals, passions, and struggles of my audience. Here's the other cool thing. It's a way for me to constantly be collecting rich, relevant content ideas for podcast episodes and blog posts, uh, potential things to go into a new book that I'm writing or into a new course that I'm creating because I'm learning regularly and feeding on the, sh the challenges, the struggles, and using the language that my audience is using. Number six, share personal stories at the beginning of your emails. What's happening in your everyday life that you could share with your email list? Remember, people connect best with people, not brands. So use the everyday stories in your life to teach a lesson, share a failure, or inspire courage. And number seven, Create a welcome email series that includes personal info. Now, you don't have to share your mobile phone number or your personal home address, uh, but what you, but let me ask you this, but what could you share that makes you more human? Here's the reality. If you want people to connect with you and to really latch on to what you're, you're about, then you have to be able to share enough things that they're going to find something in common with you. Because people best connect with people that they have things in common with. So when you share a bit more about yourself, your background, your life, you'll better connect with your audience. In my welcome email address, I share a few funny pictures of my family. Um, I share trips I've been on with my family and just try to let people into my personal world. So I hope you're getting the point here. If you want to stand out and differentiate yourself from the competition, be more of yourself and be personal. Because like Seth Godin said, we are rapidly moving into the connection economy. 
And that's not about brands. It's about people doing business with people. So which one of those are you going to use today? There's seven different ways. In fact, some of those are just one-time decisions that you can go and change right now. You can go and change and pull out your brand name, put your personal name in every email you send. Switch out the email address that you're using. Get rid of that old cold template and decide to be personal once again. Try asking uh, in your next email your people, your customers, the subscribers on your list to reply to your email and give it a try. Test it out. Well, that's it for this episode of the Blogging Your Passion podcast. If you want to know more about becoming a full-time blogger, then I want to encourage you to go to bloggingyourpassion.com and download the proven roadmap to becoming a full-time blogger. It's a one-page PDF that walks you through the 15 success traits of pro bloggers. It's the exact path and the exact roadmap that many full-time bloggers have taken to go from a passionate idea to a profitable online business. And you can download it now by just going to bloggingyourpassion.com.